Are you struggling to hire diverse tech talent? After all, every organization in the world is now a tech company. And the ability to attract, hire, and retain tech talent from all backgrounds is critical to their success. Enter Hackajob, a reverse marketplace that actively vets engineers. We flip the traditional model on its head, meaning companies apply to engineers versus candidates applying to jobs, with companies getting an 85% response rate to candidates they reach out to, as well as exposure to tech talent that directly meets their organization's diversity objectives. Companies such as S&P Global, CarMax, and Sensor Tower are all using Hackajob. Why not join them? Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, brash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Oh, yeah. Recording from the cold and flu wing from Casa de Queso. Someone grab me a box of Kleenex. Hey, boys and girls, you're listening to the Chad and Cheese Podcast. This is your co-host, Joel Past the NyQuil Cheeseman. This is Chad, spirit in the sky, so wash. And on this week's show, wandering nurses strike gold, gloat makes a move to be the goat, and deal is making deals. Let's do this. Okay, listener, how can you help your employees become more productive? I have answers. How about automating manual and repetitive tasks, giving meaning to data, then allowing that data to actually drive decisions? And how about matching people to your jobs quicker? Well, wait, the Chad and Cheese has a new LLM? No, Cheeseman, I'm talking about text kernel. Ah, okay, that makes more sense. What I'm hearing is the groundbreaking concept of, wait for it, yeah, simplicity. <laughs> seriously, though, seriously. Text kernel cuts through the complexities like a tortilla chip through some hot nacho cheese. Oh, my God. Really? Nacho references already. Anyways, text kernel uh-huh. brings efficiency and productivity to your operations. Text kernel seamlessly unifies your tools and data to drive efficiencies and success. TextKernel is creating new opportunities for your recruitment journey, kind of like adding guac to my barbacoa burrito. Oh, my God. How about extracting meaningful insights from data? I mean, that, that's something. Swiftly matching yeah. people with jobs, automating repetitive tasks. Who knew such advanced concepts were even possible in the land of human resources? Uh, we did, Chad. We did. Dude, wrap it up. I'm a little hungry. Imagine that. Uh, okay, listener, get ready to use today's tech to drive efficiencies and productivity. Visit textkernel.com. That's T-E-X-T-K-E-R-N-E-L.com. Mmm, nachos. <laughs> What's up, Chad? Dude, it's July. It's July and I've got a cold. What's up with that? My kid that kids are basically centers for disease that spread around the house and <laughs> and I uh, I've been struck by cold. I'm I'm optimistic that it'll be gone by the time we go to Europe next week. Let's hope. Let's all hope you can always double mask for that eight hour 
flight. Yeah, and Europe's got <laughs> Europe's got the good over the counter drugs. So if I if I'm still sick by Europe, uh, I'll just hit up the drugstore and, and be good to go. We found a allergy medicine in France, mm-hmm. and can't get it here in the U.S. So we had to get it mailed. Uh, from France <laughs> to the U.S. because we just can't find it here. It's not made here, you know. So uh-huh. I don't, but anyway, yeah, we get a big box of it sent because it works fucking miracles. And it's not really medicine as much of, as it is uh, natural. Uh-huh. But it's it's interesting that you can't find it here and how much of a pain in the ass it is just to be able to get that kind of med slash vitamins over here. Oh yeah, whenever the wife and I head north to Canada, we always. We always uh, hoard some of the best meds that we can get in Canada, <laughs> or we'll have her parents, you know, bring down the neocitrin uh, in case we can't uh, get up to Canada anytime soon. But yeah, be careful! You're you're stepping over the bounds of socialism there. My God! Hey, I pay for oh, it. Man. It's uh, it's it's, oh, you know, it's all shit. paid for. No government, no government subsidies with my uh, <laughs> over-the-counter drugs. No, but you get them at a much lesser price than you do here. <laughs> that is true. I can yes. buy like three X what I would buy here. And I just, <laughs> I just hoard the shit. Oh shit, dude. Okay. Shout outs. <laughs> shout outs. Well, you know what that bell means, Chad? I've got yes, a taco yes. bell shout out. Imagine that. Well, the ladders and career builder could learn a thing or two about innovation from our favorite mass producer of tacos, the fast food chain that's doing God's work has just introduced the oversized Cheez-It Tostado and Crunchwrap Supreme. That's right. They replaced the big-ass tortilla chip with a big-ass Cheez-It. Yes, Virginia, (laughs) there is a Santa Claus. Shout out from me to Taco Bell. Uh, I can't believe the first shout out is uh, Taco Bell. Okay, so I can't and I can't believe that I'm saying the next thing. Shout out to companies that will cover travel expenses for employees who need abortions. Uh, Shout out to companies that actually give a shit. Uh, This goes back to the American Bumpkin Project, which is apparently in full bloom right now. (laughs) What did you say? Bumpkin. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give a shout out to Airbnb. Well, the party's over at your favorite shared living space app, Chad. After making parties a no-no during COVID, the ban is now permanent and prohibits, quote, all disruptive parties and events, end quote, with a particular focus on open invite gatherings and, quote, party house properties, which are (laughs) defined as those that attract complaints from the neighbors. Sounds Mm. like you may have to rethink that New Year's Eve throwdown in Portugal, Chad. Shout out to our friends at Airbnb. Well, first and foremost, it's my condo. It's not Airbnb's <laughs> condo. So I'll do whatever the fuck I want there until, you know, the, the management association comes and knocks on my door. A big shout out to Boss Van de Havred, who just dropped a Gap Band sized bomb on Phenom <laughs> with, with his most recent survey. That's right, kids. Phenom seems to be in trouble within double. Remember Phenom acquired in double uh, December of 2020. And since then, here's some info from his survey. 55% of in doubles clients said they would probably stay as a client back in 2021. 55%. Yikes. Not a great score there, right? But now only 22% are willing to give them another chance from 55% to 22% in about a year's time frame, kids. Uh, in doubles rating for technical abilities went from second best to absolute worse, even worse than generic 
agencies. So they're getting beat by agencies that don't even specialize in what Indouble does. Next, their price slash quality rating went from 6.5 to a 2.6 on a 10 point scale. This portfolio grab and European footprint play doesn't seem to be working out for Phenom with this specific acquisition. I'm still in awe of your gap band reference that you made <laughs> in, in the beginning of this whole thing. Like how many of our listeners do you think got that? 20% have? They'll look for it now. They'll, they'll definitely look for, look for it now. You yeah. dropped a bomb on me, baby. baby. And then, All right. Also, don't forget to, to, to download the full report at digital vervin.nl that's d-i-g-i-t-a-a-l yes that's a double a dash w-e-r-v-e-n dot n-l wow that's a that's a fucking a dash domain. in there jesus yes <laughs> all right shout out to hawaii the 50th state i believe or 49th state anyway 49th i think uh, alaska yeah was. i think you're right uh, anyway they enacted the nation's first statewide $18 minimum wage law. <laughs> of course, it's aimed at fighting poverty among the island's workers, which, by the way, is not a cheap place to no. live. No, cost, cost of living there is probably about $30 an hour. So 18 bucks. OK, yeah, that's that's awesome. It ain't, it ain't Mississippi. <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, and, and, and the worst news, maybe, is you'll have to wait. You have to wait a while. It it will go into a ten dollar and ten cent per hour uh, raise immediately. Oh my God! Then a whopping twelve dollars on October first, and then in increments until it reaches eighteen dollars on January first, twenty twenty eight. Holy shit! The six year wait is a lot of whale watching, but I guess better late than never. Uh, it's a good thing Hawaii is such a cheap place to live. Shout out to our friends in yeah. Hawaii. Whew, that sucks. Okay, so honorable mention this week, kids. There's so much happening in this space. Work Vivo gets a honorable mention after raising $22 million for its employee experience app that is supposedly there to keep teams connected. It, it's literally, as I dove into this, it's literally an internal Facebook is what it is. So we're taking the intranet which everybody had uh -huh. at one time and now we're having the intra facebooks personally i'm not a fan are you <laughs> of internal facebooks at least make it an internal tiktok <laughs> at least make it something new and exciting for the kids jeez you could download a wordpress plugin called work buddy or <laughs> buddy press or something they'll like get the same thing back 15 years ago yeah that's right we're bringing up the gap band and buddy press that's right Believe that. And we're also bringing up free shit, Chad. Oh, I love free shit. Every week we talk about it. You got it. You got it. You got to get on <laughs> wait board, Wait a minute. Kids. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh, Somebody just yeah. registered and then they emailed us and said, hey, I just registered. When am I going to get my T-shirt? <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> That's not how this works, kids. Tell them how it works. Here's how it works, guys. You got to go to chadcheese.com. You got to <laughs> fill out the form. Then you get a chance to win a t-shirt from Emissary, uh, beer from our friends at Pillar, or whiskey from our homeboys and girls at Text Colonel. But you don't get it automatically. You don't get it immediately. Have some patience. I know COVID's over and everybody wants everything now, but that's not how this works. Go to chadcheese.com, click the free link, and Registered away. Amen. Win. Events, kiddos. We've got Wreckfest coming next week. Uh-huh. The big question is, Cheeseman, I mean, after we have a full day on the disrupt stage, 
you were drunk out yep. of your mind. What what are you doing after that? Uh, I'm going to Checkers. Ooh. Apparently, the uh, the hot spot there in <laughs> Nebworth, where uh, the beer is lukewarm, like the Brits like it. Yuck! And the fish and chips are hot. Ooh, I love so that. I'll, uh, I'll probably be partying with uh, Bill Borman and crew at Checkers. How about you? We are we're gonna we're gonna bounce around England a little bit, and then we're going yeah. to uh, take that next week and spend it in Portugal. So the condo in Portugal. This is a beautiful time of year. Going to be able to enjoy the beaches and then. Get my ass home for the last yep. week of July, where Julie and I are going to the uh, National Industry Liaison Group Conference, where I'm going to be on stage for a VIP event. I'm not going to be for the actual event, uh, event, but for a VIP event that's being held by Circa. Going to be on with mm-hmm. Angela Hood and our friend EEOC Commissioner Keith Sonderling. So, uh, drinks. Oh, yeah food. And if you're out there listening and you're going to be at the NILG and you don't have an invite to the VIP, uh, hit me on the messenger. I might be able to hook you up. No promises. Yeah. They won't, they won't let me at conferences like that within, you know, like a hundred <laughs> yeah, feet. Compliance. But, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. But both of us are going to take a little advantage of our European uh, tryst and I am post Wreckfest. I think I'm going to take a little trip to the Liverpool, Manchester area mm-hmm. and uh, see some of those sites. Maybe see our friends at Carew. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe uh, get a new get a new condom and a new pair of underwear uh, from our <laughs> friends in Manchester. And then I'm going to Finland, of all Ooh. places, to uh, to hang out with my wife, who is doing a conference in Helsinki. You know how much she loves the North, Chad, and uh, she has already bought train tickets to some city called Ulu or Ulo, uh, where you can like walk to the North Pole. You can see like the Santa Claus land thing. So I'm going to be in full on North Pole mode after our stint in Britain. You enjoy that beach in Portugal (laughs) and uh, I'll be... I'll be riding reindeer with Santa in Finland. You might want to keep it under the radar that you're actually going to Finland because they might not allow them into NATO knowing that your ass is there. (laughs) (laughs) Shit, that's a fast track to NATO, baby. I'll be wearing my Bruce Springsteen T-shirt and my John Mellencamp trucker hat. It'll be awesome. Yeah, okay. Let's flip that then. Finland's going to say, okay, fuck this. Not worth it. (laughs) (laughs) My ass a meatloaf! All right, we got birthdays to okay. celebrate, kids. Uh, a couple, a few listeners uh, this month: Chase Johnson and Chad Manson. Ooh, that sounds okay. like your uh, your fraternity uh, leadership uh, executive <laughs> committee. Uh, Megan Maker, Paul, the Minnesota headhunter, Debetogenesis. Excuse me? Whatever. No, yeah, no one knows. And by the way, Paul, uh, Paul, uh, LinkedIn lets you pronounce your last name. Uh, on its site audio. like i tried to get the full yeah the audio yeah. of it like i i encourage you if you're going to be the headhunter guy <laughs> to teach people how to say your name anyway china gorman our good yeah. friend uh out in vegas you know she's gonna have a good Love time her. uh for her birthday uh soon and josh acres the indie posse Hello. celebrating a birthday happy birthday kids fourth of july good time to celebrate another year on the planet it is Holy shit. So uh, each week you and I select the top stories to talk mm-hmm. about. And you chose this one, which I initially thought was a bit odd because it was. <laughs> you thought it was lame. That's what you thought. It was highlighting North Dakota. Uh, <laughs> so two websites that serve job service, North Dakota, are currently offline due to a vendor problem disrupting the job search process for job seekers. The outage began Sunday 
and is expected to last the rest of the week. The, the affected websites, Chad, two of your favorites, IndieWorkforceConnection.com and IndieLMI.com, which houses labor market information. You chose this one, though, because some 27 states, which, if you're keeping score at home, is more than half the states in our country. Good math. So, yeah, it's a big deal. Chad, this is your lane. What the hell's going on? Yeah, go to EmployeeFlorida.com right now. System's down. There are 20 plus. I I think it's around 27 states where job banks are actually shut down. Uh, We're seeing multiple states that are experiencing these outages plus more. And it's all because of one vendor. I shouldn't say because of one vendor. They're all under one vendor being geographic solutions out of Pearl Harbor, Florida. So multiple inside sources say it is a substantial security breach uh, in more than just the job bank systems, meaning around 40 states are actually or maybe even more than 40 states are actually uh, affected by this breach, which is also being categorized as a cyber attack. Remember back in the day when Monster and Career Builder had be- uh, breaches? Yeah. I, I personally didn't think it was that big of a deal just because they didn't house real in-depth personal information, but state systems do, especially unemployment and uh, insurance systems. Imagine mm. someone having access to all of your personal data, social security number, address, bank account for direct mm. deposits, right? Mm. I mean, so- This is a huge issue. We obviously are facing cyber threats on a daily basis. The question is, in a hyper cybersecurity landscape, which we're we're going to continue to be in, will states be able to actually stay with just a single vendor? I mean, they they do have some redundant systems, but from my understanding, even the hack is is starting to spread into some of the redundant systems. So this, I I don't want to see any company, geographic solutions, any states or anything like that have to go through something like this, but we have to, we have to be smarter about how we face cyber and the systems that we use. You and I have discussed this, you know, since we've been doing this show and, and you have sort of these tier one sites that you, you've got to be really good to get into, right? Oh, Banking yeah. sites, mm-hmm. Google, Microsoft, like companies that have entire teams dedicated to protecting the sites if they get attacked. And then you have this like tier two level where they're either going to, they're going to pay money with a ransomware attack or they have really uh, delicate data that could be mined and and taken, which is a really right. bad thing. And, and we're seeing a lot in our space. We're in that tier two zone, right? So we've talked about CareerBuilder allegedly getting uh, ransomware attacked um, a couple of years ago. Uh, we remember UKG uh, that had some of its payroll uh, information uh, disrupted. I think that was a ransomware attack as well. Uh, fortunately for them, I think they're back online. And unfortunately, this is another uh, employment category site company uh, that has been that has been attacked. And we are just in this weird zone of a lot of our companies have enough money to pay the ransomware attack. And a lot of our companies are housing data uh, that can be used to make a lot of money. So I don't have an answer. It's not like the government will come in and, and create sites. Maybe there'll be legislation to have a certain level of security on some of these sites, but it, it is a problem. It has been since we've been doing this show and it will continue to be a problem um, going into the future. I don't have a sense of how many people go to these sites. I doubt a ton, but you're right when you say the data that can be mined 
is really sensitive and really valuable. Yeah, some of these sites are actually some of the most trafficked sites in the actual state. So when we take a look at job boards overall, we take a look at them as a huge kind of like conglomerate of the entire nation. When you go to these state sites and, and me actually working with them over the years with the yeah. direct employers of the National Labor Exchange, some of these sites are the most trafficked job sites in their state, period, right? Yeah. Not to mention again, many of these uh, on the unemployment insurance side of the house, you're forced to go in and, and use these systems as well. So yeah. they're, they're connected. And again, we're not sure what exactly kind of an a, attack this is. We're not sure that they got any information. It's just, we know that there's an issue. Sites are down. There has been a breach, multiple sources, uh, not just in public, but also some of my sources have said, this is uh, probably going to happen into next week. Isn't that wild? That was sort of eye-opening when we did the uh, House of HR show, learning that all these like government sites or, or local sites or uh, jobs are so highly frequented yeah. and in some cases are the top top sites for jobs in their location. So I, we probably sort of uh, forget about that and we probably shouldn't. These are really important sites to people looking for jobs and doing other things. Yeah. Trying to get paid unemployment. Yeah. It's a geographical solutions, right? Or do you Geographic solutions. Geographic solutions. Yeah. Geographic solutions. Yeah. If you want to know more, guys, go uh, go to uh, Google and search geographical solutions, crypto or not crypto, but a uh, cyber attack. And uh, you can see all the sites. There's like Nebraska, Tennessee. I mean, there's a whole bunch of them, obviously half as we've outlined. But yeah, if you want to know more, hit up the Google machine. But uh, yeah, we'll see if the lawsuits come. That'll be interesting to see if states and or geographic solutions. They're going to get penalties. I mean, there's no question because they have downtime. So there's going to be millions of dollars in penalties. And I hope that GSL can actually get their shit together. I mean, again, nobody wants to see this happen. But you and I have talked about this. In seeing this happen, it seems like month after month, especially after the fucking UKG debacle, especially somebody who has sensitive data like this it just this cannot be tolerated yeah yeah i agree well someone uh who's on the right track and not fucking up uh is deal (laughs) yes that's d double e l chad uh the san fran based company has struck a deal see what i did there to acquire (laughs) pay group limited a publicly traded global payroll company based in melbourne australia deals offer would pay shareholders one dollar in Australian currency per share. That's sixty nine cents in the U.S. In an all cash transaction, the deal implies a total equity value for Pay Group of approximately eighty two point six million USD. The acquisition is expected to complete in October. All right, Chad. Not exactly Elon looking to buy Twitter, but is this a big deal, little deal, or no deal? So APAC expansion, baby. Why APAC? This is straight from the financial review. Quote, APAC is home to two thirds of the world's population with huge skill talent pools of knowledge workers and tech talent, just the right skills that are in high demand across the world. We can open thousands of virtual employment doors around the world. End quote. So what we're talking about here is deal is a remote centric type of organization where they can help any organization that wants to hire all over the world do it with ease. Right. So this to me is a huge deal, period. (laughs) It's it's on the right track. Uh, So our listeners, in case you missed it, deal is in a race to be the platform for global hiring and employee management, along with 
Oyster Remote, Velocity Global, WorkMotion, and many, many others. Uh, found in 2019, they're in 150 countries. Uh, they've also raised $425 million, uh, just October of last year. And they have a $5.5 billion valuation. Probably bigger now. Well, well, what better way to grow your company than to buy other companies? Mm-hmm. Uh, this purchase gives them a nice foothold into APAC, which you mentioned, uh, without doing all the grunt work of actually building it yourself. I expect these companies with, oh, I don't know, a pretty big war chest to start buying up a lot of these companies to start gaining market share around the world. This is just the tip of the iceberg in terms of acquisitions globally of payroll companies and any other company that could uh, uh, that could uh, support their features and services that they already provide. Yeah, yeah. It's so a it, land rush, baby. It, it, it's apparent that deal isn't just going to rest and, and squirrel away. They're 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 nuts. They've got like nope. six hundred million or six hundred and eighty million in, in funding. Apparently, they're going to use it. and They're going to make moves. Uh, Pay Group was founded in. T- 2006, so they're not a youngster. Uh, they yep. process nearly 11 billion in payroll each year for thousands of businesses. Again, if you want to be able to take over these huge swaths of opportunity and really expand that total addressable market, I mean, really expand into it, this yep. is what you have to do. I, I can't see these big companies or these these wanting to be Goliath companies like Deal and Remote mm-hmm. uh, and Oyster and so on and so forth. I can't see them growing without shit tons of acquisition and consolidation. Yeah, for sure. Like traditionally, when you get a ton of money, uh, you either have to grow sort of geographically or nationally. You know, you buy a bunch of commercials or you build brand, you buy people, you know, feet on the ground. Mm-hmm. These are global targeted companies, right? They don't have time. They don't have the money to market globally. They don't have the time to like build teams their, themselves. Acquisition is going to be the prime way that yep. these global companies grow. So uh, it's a good time to start your own little company if you're looking to sell in, in a 12, 18 month period. <laughs> Just a little tip out there if you want to build a startup. All right, let's go to healthcare, Chad. Uh, mm-hmm. We've got three news stories in the first segment. That's how much news is going on this week, kids. Crazy. Nomad Health, an online platform that connects travel nurses with healthcare jobs, raised $105 million in its latest funding round, which brings total funding raised at the New York-based firm to more than $200 million. The company plans to expand its marketplace beyond travel nurses to allied health professionals, including lab techs, physical therapists, and ultrasound technicians. Nomad Health was founded in 2015 and now has a user base of more than 250,000 healthcare workers. Chad, you got to be excited about what's going on in healthcare. What are your thoughts on Nomad Health? This does two things right out of the gate. Increases total addressable market, new business opportunities, right? So you're going to have an opportunity to be able to, to, to dig into new business where possibly you couldn't before. And then wallet share, increase the amount of revenue from your current clients. They're founders. I, I can't say this enough. Instead of just taking more and more and more cash, you need to prove the model then expand the model. And you can do that through what Deal just did in acquisition or like Nomad is doing here. Not the other way around though. Don't expand the model and start, you know, looking for a bigger TAM just because you got more money. You still have to ensure 
the model is proven. Uh, the big question, though, for me is, what's your prediction on this? Nomad starts buying healthcare staffing companies or mm. large staffing company buys Nomad? I'm going to go with Nomad buying up staffing companies. Mm -hmm. I think the heat is there. I think the tech is there. The business model is there. I think it's going to be them being the acquirer. Uh, and I think they're not going to be the only one to do it. Healthcare is going to be a trend that we talk about a lot. Uh, oh, yeah. We've already talked about it quite a bit. Yeah. Actually, one of my top three trends for the next uh, few months, Chad, uh, healthcare upscaling and robots. Anyway, um, we've seen gig economy uh, come into the healthcare workforce where doctors, radiologists, nurses can sort of pick their hours, pick where they want to work, just like someone that drives an Uber can do. And now you're looking at at something like this with travel nurses, they're getting into new marketplaces and new areas. I only see sunny skies for these, these businesses. You've got 77 million baby boomers that aren't getting any younger that need healthcare. Yep. You've got uh, the reality of COVID and now monkeypox. who knows what's next. <laughs> healthcare <laughs> is going to be in big demand. It's just fun to say monkeypox. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, this is going to be a trend that we we see we're talking about for a long time. Yeah, maybe till we stop doing this show, we'll be talking about healthcare companies raising a lot of money and growing their business. Yeah, it'd be great for for staffing companies to quit buying stupid shit like Monster and start focusing on <laughs> things that are more you know evolutionary, you know, like step forward, yep. like a Nomad Health. I mean, this just again, it just makes sense. And the way that they're proving the model and expanding the model, I think, is is great business practice. Yep. Let's take a quick break. I got to blow my nose and we'll talk about PAVE. Human resources is supposed to be about humans. I mean, it's right there in the name. But when your hiring team is more like an assembly line glued to their computers, manually posting heaps of jobs everywhere they can think of, that human part feels nowhere to be found. This is a new era. Pando IQ takes the mind-numbing copy-pasting and nerve-wracking guesswork out of the job posting process. When you plan a hiring campaign with Pando IQ, you tell us who you need. Then, before you ever spend a cent, we predict what it will cost to find them. Pando IQ chooses the ideal recruiting sites from thousands of options, targeting the ones your next great hire frequently visits, then fires off your ads at precisely calculated times, surfacing the most relevant applicants for you to pick from. Now you're free to get to know the best talent. Build great teams and take care of your humans. Pando IQ will do the rest so you can get back to doing what the computers can't. For more information on Pando IQ, go to pandologic.com. That's pandologic.com. Now, if this was the Europe show, it would be Pave. Pave, yes. <laughs> like uh, visage is visage. Visage. All right, Chad. Uh, compensation startup Pave mm -hmm. has raised a hundred million in a Series C, which mints them as you guessed it, a new unicorn at one point six billion dollars in valuation. The company was founded in two thousand nineteen, has one hundred and fifty employees and more than twenty five hundred customers. The startup says it's on a mission to build the world's best compensation tools and easily accessible market data. So companies can plan, communicate, and benchmark in real time. Based in San Francisco, Pave last raised a $46 million Series B. That was in August of 21. Investors in the company include the likes of, oh, I don't know, Andreessen Horowitz. Chad, is this company on solid ground or do you see cracks in the pavement? Well, unifying total comp and budgeting. 
I, I, I can get behind. I'm a huge fan of whatever drives pay equity. People doing the same job, getting paid at the same rate. I'm an even bigger fan of pay transparency. I mean, seriously, if you've got nothing to hide, then why the fuck are you hiding it? The big excuse for companies over the years has always been that systems are too complex to pull together the data and make comparisons without ton of admin work. Well, guess what, kids? I've called bullshit for years and now... What platforms like Pave can do, I'm going to yell bullshit even louder. So with <laughs> what did you say? With platforms like Pave and Cindio, if you remember uh, Curacocio, Maria Curacocio, yes. So Cindio, there are more reasons for equity in the workplace. Although mm. I doubt you're going to see companies flock into these systems because most don't want to be equitable and transparent. I hope I'm wrong, but mm -hmm. I don't see companies going after these systems. They're just going to create excuses and they're not going to get there unless they're forced. Interesting. So let me quote Index Ventures partner Mark Goldberg, uh, who said in a statement, quote, compensation is a visceral problem for every company. For generations, we have been stuck with offline finger in the air practices when finding out how much to pay people. These problems are both universal and wildly expensive, end quote. Throw in a pandemic and more a more globalized workforce and you've got yourself a really, really big problem that at least PAVE is trying to solve. Yeah. Throwing tech into this is not necessarily a bad thing, uh, at least in, 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 you know, in, in theory. Look, uh, it's hard to get payment right or pay right when you're in just one city or one location, try doing it for an entire world. I got to applaud them for, uh, for, for, for getting in the game and trying to solve some of the, the pay transparency or, or pay issues that you you've highlighted. Um, it's also hard for me to see a company like company like this be a standalone company. Um, I got to think that once the economy approves, they basically have a few different options. They can, they can go IPO or they can sell. Uh, I think they're pretty pricey and I don't see the economy bouncing back anytime soon in terms of uh, the public markets. So I would predict these guys go IPO, try to get some sort of evaluation uh, that makes sense and then have someone come in and buy them. Similar to how LinkedIn did. Mm -hmm. LinkedIn came to, to public markets and figured out what the hell is this thing actually work, worth because nobody knew what a social media company was worth. I think the same is, is similar with, with the companies in our space. Nobody's exactly sure what these companies are worth. IPO, get a price that people can agree on, and then probably sell out. Or go out of business. Who knows? ADP needs to buy these guys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's that, that's what it comes down to is being able to have all of this data accessible in one place, which, you know, you can with PAVE. I'm just not sure, like you had said on a standalone system, mm -hmm. that companies are going to pay for it. Because if they're not forced to, they don't have line item budgets. They're not getting fined out their ass by the U.S. government because of their 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 pay practices. Why? Why do it? Uh, great points, Chad. And the the NyQuil's kicking in, and I don't have a response for you. But let's go to <laughs> let's go to our final news story. Uh, Gloat. Gloat. Gloat has announced a ninety million dollar Series D round Jeez. led by Generation Investment Management, a firm led by former Veep Al Gore. This brings the startup's total raise to one hundred and ninety two million dollars. The proceeds will be put toward expanding Gloat's presence, growing its team 
of over 250 employees and strengthening its R&D initiatives. Mm-hmm. Founded in 2015, Gloat sources information on employees to help match them to job openings at their employer, whether they're proactively searching or a manager seeks them out. In cases where a worker falls short of requirements, the platform provides guidance on what they need to learn as well as part-time and shadowing opportunities. Upskilling and internal mobility are hot, Chad, and Gloat is riding the wave. Your thoughts? So will companies embrace internal mobility? That's the big question. Whose budget does it come out of? Is there actually a line item budget big enough to buy another piece of tech that is going to be slammed into an already redundant tech stack. I said it before and I'll say it again. If retention and internal mobility are so goddamn important, why aren't companies buying IM systems like Gloat? And if IM was in such great demand and by great demand, I mean, people actually pay cold, hard cash for it. Mm-hmm. Why aren't bigger systems buying Gloat? Because they're, they're not going to want to develop this themselves. They're going to go do some lame ass closet version I'm in the same camp with Gloat that I am with Pave. Companies will talk the talk all damn day, but only a few will actually walk the walk. And will that few be enough to make Gloat a big player in this space? I think platforms like Gloat have to be ingrained an automated piece of every talent management system. This cannot be something that you actually think about. It just needs to happen. In general, internal mobility teams do not exist. And they've got a, they've got a few competitors, Chad. I don't know if you saw that or (laughs) not. Uh, By the way, your boy, Josh Burson, Josh Burson, say that fast Uh a few times. Your boy, Josh Burson, Josh Burson is all over this one saying in a blog post, quote, I've talked with many gloat customers and they all tell me the same thing. Once this system is up and running, the employees immediately love it, end quote. He added, quote, I believe Gloat is one of the up-and-coming vendors that are data-driven, AI-centric systems designed to completely redesign how companies work, end quote. Wow. I pray. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they have a ton of competition, uh, Eightfold, Phenom, iSims, uh, and many others. Uh, but really, I mean, no matter what the economy does, like internal mobility, I think will remain hot. Upskilling, internal internal mobility. Uh, people hate recruiting. They want to improve retention, like keeping your current uh, bucket of, of employees in the company and keeping them happy, I think is going to continue to be important. Uh, Gloat obviously supports this trend uh, and I think is in a decent position, but mm-hmm. the competition makes me a lot less bullish than if they were one of the mavericks in this space and, and doing great things. But according to your boy, companies love them and employees love them even more. So, hey, it's sunny skies for gloat as far as your boy Josh Burson is concerned. Well, speaking of sunny skies, let's talk about the Flying Hotel after this quick break. Are you struggling to attract the talent you need today? Do you lack visibility into where your recruitment ad dollars are really going? There's a better way. Acquire ROI is a programmatic job advertising platform built to optimize your budget and supercharge hiring. Acquire ROI automatically manages and measures recruitment ads across job boards so you can allocate your budget based on insights, not hunches. Get to quality candidates faster and cost-effectively scale hiring across roles, all while gaining complete visibility and control over your recruitment marketing investments. Say goodbye to manual guesswork, inconsistent performance, 
performance and wasted spending. And hello to optimized automated campaigns that produce qualified applicants. At Acquire ROI, we make job advertising easy. Visit us at acquireroi.com and start transforming your talent acquisition today. Chad, you remember Elysium? I do. I do. With Matt Damon, yeah. where all the rich, privileged people live on a luxury space station. Yeah. While the the commoners had to struggle to survive on Earth. Mm-hmm. Well, welcome to twenty one fifty four, Chad. <laughs> a giant nuclear powered flying hotel. Oh my God! Complete with a gym and swimming pool, is set to carry five thousand passengers in unparalleled luxury. It's now in the works, Chad. It's in the ideation stage. The AI piloted Sky Cruise, that's what they're calling it, plans to remain airborne for months at a time. Months. While also docking to take on new passengers or to drop off anyone on board. The futuristic hybrid between a plane and a hotel, which has 20 engines powered by, get this, nuclear fusion, is designed never to land. Chad, we've been waiting for flying cars since the 1950s, and now we've made the leap to flying hotels. Are you ready to check in on this flight? Or are you sticking with Delta? This to me is like the perfect like airplane sequel. This is what movies are made of. This is a comedy. I won't even go on a fucking cruise ship anymore. I mean, it is it is a petri dish, and you get to get off of the cruise ship, right? You get to get off yep. in the you know the Caribbean or something like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, and this is being dubbed the new Titanic. Can you imagine a nuclear reactor falling yeah. from the sky? I, I, I I'm going to go with no. I'm going to. This is hard pass for me. Yeah, not only is it the next airplane, it's the next uh, Armageddon because uh, <laughs> when this thing when this thing hits uh, Toledo, Toledo is off the map. We can't visualize this verbally uh, for the podcast, but if you if you go search for it, the images of this thing are absolutely ridiculous. It's like <laughs> ten times bigger than a regular plane. It's got like double. Uh, it's like a biplane with twenty engines it on it. It looks like a cruise it ship huge with dome. wings. Yeah, it's 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 totally ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, it could be weaponized, right? Like not not just crashing on its own. It could be shot down over whatever, and then it becomes a bomb, uh, a nuclear bomb. Really going dark, aren't you? <laughs> I'm going dark. I'm going dark. That's 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 where my brain is after all the meds. Uh, so I did love this one comment quote. I bet I still end up next to someone else's screaming three-year-old for the entire trip, end quote. I love human ingenuity, Chad, but this is a big never going to happen for me. Hard pass. We out. We out. Thank you for listening to, what's it called? The podcast. The Chad. The cheese. Brilliant. They talk about recruiting. They talk about technology. But most of all, they talk about nothing. Just a lot of shout-outs of people you don't even know, and yet you're listening. It's incredible. And not one word about cheese. Not one. Cheddar. Blue. Nacho. Pepper Jack. Swiss. There's so many cheeses, and not one word. So weird. Anywho, be sure to subscribe today on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. That way, you won't miss an episode. And while you're at it, visit www.chatcheese.com. Just don't expect to find any recipes for grilled cheese. It's so weird. We out! We'd never admit it, but deep down, we all get at least some pleasure from bad things happening to somebody we don't like. 
History's full of stories about bitter enemies being mutually horrible. Usually nothing good comes of it. But sometimes, sometimes, you get soul singers James Brown and Joe Tex, or 17th century nun Sor Juana, and the entire Catholic Church duking it out and dramatically changing our world. On Beef with Bridget Todd, we tell the stories of those petty feuds behind some of the greatest art, innovation, and global events. Listen to Beef wherever you get your podcasts.